I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. You're listening to Room 104. Now, every week uh, I like to do this for you. Bring on one of Ireland's best comedians to talk about their biggest struggles and their worst gigs. This part of the show is, of course, called My Worst Gig. So if you have ever thought about maybe doing stand-up or even public speaking and you want to hear just how badly wrong it can go, joining me on the line now is the hilarious, the brilliant, the mad, Neve Marin. Thanks for joining the show, Neve. How are you? Hello. Feeling confident. <laughs> well, for now, Neve. anyway, it's all going to go downhill. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's the way I like it. Come here, before we rock on into those ones, how long have you been over in, uh, in the UK now? How, all going well? I uh, moved over there two years ago, yeah, but I didn't tell anyone when I moved over, just so there'd be no pressure on, you know, so just, you know, went over on a boat, told nobody, like a fugitive. Yeah. No, I didn't go over on the boat, I didn't go over on the boat. <laughs> like, all right now. <laughs> yeah. Cheap all right now, but so, yeah. all going good anyway. Yeah, like I, like I was living in the west of Ireland before I went over, so it was kind of like a retreat. And then I do like to jump into a deep end. So coming ah, from yeah. the middle of nowhere with just a few boards around you and a few cows and then into <laughs> King's Cross or, yeah, King's Cross in London. So it was absolute black and white, you know? Oh, God, yeah. Heck, I Good crack. Good crack, yeah. Uh-uh. It makes you appreciate a field an awful lot more than I thought, you know? <laughs> just longing for the days uh, be back outside in, in a bog somewhere, just kind of wondering what's going on. Yeah, the little hint of manure is always nice. <laughs> it's like, oh, freshness. Homely, you know. There's a little side business now, Eau de Manure, and just kind of uh, send bottled scents <laughs> of shite to people around the world who miss home. Oh, how about alliteration, Marne Manure? Oh, manure there de Marne. you go. Oh, yeah. I love it. Dragons Den, here I come. <laughs> we'll see you next week. It'll be like, uh, is uh, Nevis has gone into pitch for two hundred and fifty thousand? Like, what's the smell yeah, of shite? Anyway, listen. Oh, speaking of shite, right? We're here to talk yeah. about your shittest worst gigs that you've ever had the pleasure because you know listen the, the great gigs are, are good but just you've been doing comedy for how long now it must be nearly 10 years is it if not more yeah yeah around that yeah um, but the thing the funny thing is that when when I went over to London you can do so many gigs in one week whereas like it, I remember one one of the years so I wouldn't even count um, certain years as me doing gigs because right. I was in college and I did one gig that year like that wasn't even called that yeah. gig and you know and Ireland there, was, there wasn't that many gigs but uh but in London, like every corner, every bin, there's somebody doing a gig in it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. So just you can gig so much more in London. That's the great thing about it. And 
you know, you probably never see them people again, so you can do whatever you want. You can go grand, yeah, happy On days. Stage, yeah. So come here, what yeah. have been one or two highlights of the, the worst gig reel? That's the thing, like, you know the way when, when comedians meet up, all you want to hear is like, you know, the recent gigs where if someone goes, oh, yesterday I was at a gig in a library and um, a dog came in and somebody smashed a window, you know. Yeah. They're, they're the kind of gigs other comedians love to hear of. So <laughs> even if they're terrible, they're great crack. And then sometimes you get material out of it for on stage, you know. So um, I remember when I went to Edinburgh years ago and we we're doing a, a compilation show with a few others. And one day there was two old grannies in the crowd and a couple that were both doctors and that was it and I just thought God this is going to be strange and I was actually a uh, great crack you know because I was doing whatever having a crack and went over to the grannies and nipple twisted them and they were laughing and they were Jesus Christ <laughs> it was just great crack and I thought this is unexpected but that's very strange and um, I done a gig there recently in um, London on a bus with a dog staring at me very intimidating. He didn't laugh once. <laughs> but um and then uh, I did one in Barcelona and it was just it was just me on. I was doing um an hour or so um and I knew it was sold out and I was wearing these kind of flat um boots and they were slippy, there was no grip on them and I was kinda of putting my coat on, tying my coat as I was quickly running down the stairs, like cement stairs, you know, them there mm, that yeah. kinda of had low ceilings. And my feet went from under me and I banged my back, fell down the whole flight of cement stairs and I had eight minutes to get to the gig. Oh. And when I got to the gig, I was like, yeah, but if you hear it, I won't even do the noise now because um, it'll break the radio. <laughs> but um, I, I, my whole body bent over and all the noise, all the, <gasps> like it was yeah. really like for ages. I, I thought I'd never walk again and I was just so like strange and my fella was there and he was like, come on, Eve, you can just uh, relax and try and breathe. And I was like, <laughs> Shut your mouth, you asshole. I hate you. It's like, am I moving my toes? Am I moving? And uh, I just walked around the corner and two minutes I said to one, I'm, I'm just after falling down the stairs there. And she says, I'll give you two minutes, Neve, and I'll bring you on stage. And like, Holy Jesus. And I was thinking, that I went on stage and uh, the crowd were buzzing. The whole room was full. And then I went and I told them that like I'd fallen down the stairs and just in case I was internally bleeding and like my nose might start running or I might shimmy pants or something you know just wanted to, before I die for them to know what happened and they were just sitting there thinking that's not funny Why? what's you talking about like where's the punchline I was like my heart's the punchline I thought I was going to die but actually a great gig <laughs> another great gig you know but, um, but one of them that I will remember forever that's etched in my hell brain <laughs> is a, a gig in Belfast I did for um, army men's wives you know it was actually in the barracks I had to be brought in by a, um, a different section and I give my passport. I had to get a picture taken. Really? You know, the men were walking around with guns and everything. And I was thinking, you know, it'd be the army men's wives with the army men. And I was doing a bit of research. I'm going to have the crack. And they uh, went in and it was just the wives and the biggest pack of beeps <laughs> I ever met in my life. I hated every single one, not all of them, 80% of the room. And I think the other half of the room hated those women as well. They were just so loud, they were so drunk, and they were taking out their um, albums and showing each other their kids and everything. Oh, for God's I sake. hated, absolutely, and then they'd walk, just to be so disrespectful, walk up and one of them brush by me. You know, just walk up. No, what? Yeah, well, there was no stage, I was standing on a dance floor and uh... um, nothing around you, but I was standing on a floor with all the tables around and um, 
she just brushed by me like very and they're just rude and they were saying her and stuff and then um, like I was thinking well someone has my passport like I can't just run out of here <laughs> so I stayed there and I laid into some of them but um, afterwards I heard that they said the the thought John Bishop you know from the telly yeah. would be there they, they wanted a man from the telly that they could have sex with so um, oh. I was very disappointed oh no so come here, that's that's mad so that was up in the army barracks and you were brought in so how many how many people were in in the room at that gig um, maybe around 100 maybe wasn't that much, but um, but it felt like a lot because imagine, imagine, imagine there'd be twenty five or thirty women, um, shouting, drunk women shouting at the top of their voice while you're up there trying to do half an hour, like oh, oh. god, and I, I just thinking it was good money. I was like, I'll keep going, so hopefully I'll ruin their evening at least. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I just if I and then when I was leaving, right when I had to go, they're like, sorry, that didn't work out for you, and I was like, um, it worked out for me because I'm still getting paid and. Um, <laughs> When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Half the room probably yeah, can't yeah. even see you. Yeah, but as well as that, the you know as well, lighting is very important. If there's yeah. no light on you, drunk people don't know where to look. They can't see you and they just hear a noise. And I think, is that Jesus talking to me? Um, and if you've no stage, you, 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 they feel like um, the, you're you on the stage. You just look like a level. waiter with a microphone, yeah. Yeah, it's just, you You said, you look like that child that when someone comes around to your house, your mother goes, did you dance them? And you're just taking over the sitting room being an idiot. That's how you feel, but you're an adult. Yeah, <laughs> and you can't say no to your mum and you're getting paid for it and you're just like, yeah. oh, okay, here we go. Yeah, God. it's painful, but... um. Some, and then that's the funny thing that you know people who see you do the worst gig ever or they just hate your guts anyway yep. and then then if they see you on the TV they're like that that's running underneath oh so I just hope that that annoys them you know yeah they're, they're, they're delighted well no that's that they're outraged they're like I saw them and they were shite like yeah. what's going yeah, on yeah they weren't telling everyone they're shite I see them and they were shite <laughs> No, you were shit. Yeah. 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 Any other any one of other ones bad that come even close to that game? Yeah. Uh, just recently there, um, oh, one, um <laughs> in London, like that's the thing, you can't really control uh, some gigs because you walk in and there's like um the room that's usually full and it's amazing, but it's half full and just say there's like um seventy people in it and there was forty drunken trainee soldiers in, in what London. What is it with that. you and the military? I know, like, and then I, when they're they're disrespectful to me, then I get aggressive, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and I have to like, because if if you corner a rat, it'll go for you. Yeah. So, <laughs> what are you expecting? But um, they were just being rude, just talking over, like, just to each other. But you know, I wouldn't mind a heckle because then I can attack back. Yeah. But when there's twenty or thirty of them just saying things loud and to each other, and I and then they go, "What'd you say?" And then they all just don't say anything. It's just that's not even funny, you know. But then I I did um. I would say, the Irish are known for fighting. I'll take you outside. I actually offered to have a fight and then there was silence. And I was like, yeah, didn't think so. <laughs> God, uh, it was very, uh, very um, cringeworthy, you know. <laughs> God. Oh, God. I, and the worst thing is I'm recording all my um, sets now just to listen back and I was like, oh, God. I delete that one, you know. I listened to it and uh, that'll be in my memory for a while, you know. Oh, so you like horrible. to re-traumatise yourself as well. I like that. Yeah, but to learn from it, to learn, like, God, what could I have done there? I was just, um, yeah, I was quite aggressive and uh, spoke fast. But but then the thing is, the guy that went on after me, he's really tall and really cool kind of guy. And he's they were just ridiculously drunk, like, because we were the last acts on and they were polluted before they came in. So they just didn't want to. I just sometimes don't think people want to listen to a, a little girl. Like, I call myself a little girl because I think I'm younger than them. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> my sister said, We need, you're not as young as you think you are. You know, you can't call men, older men who chat you up, pedophiles. I'm like, oh, If he was wearing old spice, I'll have you know. But, um, <laughs> but, um, 
Yeah, so I, I cut it so then because the man that came on after me, he says, I'm not like the rest of the acts. I, I'll not try, which is um, you stop talking and then I will start. And they kept talking for maybe a minute and a half. And he just stood there. He says, I'll wait till you're finished. And they were so drunk that they just kept talking. I was like, geez, that takes some guts to... Did they, thinking, did they stop? I'd be worried that I wouldn't get paid. <laughs> did they stop talking in the end for him, or did he just waste his time up there? Eventually, eventually, because um, and then then one of them would walk in front of the stage and sit at the side, and then they start, you know, like shouting things to each other. It was just, it was very like um, childish, you know, like a playground with well, drunk people. That's what I was going to say. It sounds exactly like a classroom when the kids have gone nuts and the teachers are going, "Oh, I, I'll wait, I'll wait," and the kids are like, "Yeah, yeah. wait, wait." <laughs> I'll ring your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was ridiculous. Um, but then some some girl was talking to me saying that um, she was working behind the bar in a comedy club and she says, those are, without a doubt, the worst people you can ever have. In the, and if any uh, trainee soldiers listening, I don't care because she says that they are the worst people that have ever been into a comedy club, trainee soldier guys. Well, and I was like, what do you mean by trainee? Like if you're a trainee, something that doesn't mean you're, you're not a soldier then. You're just someone who works in an office probably drawing pictures of men in suits. <laughs> They just play, uh, it's like cosplay or something. They just play dress up on the weekends with fake guns and go pew, 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 yeah. and run around That's the fields. Just, just, Tinder's obviously not working for them. They have no. to try and get into a job yet. Ridiculous. And um, what's it like? Have you ever found, because one or two people I've talked to who are gigging over there say sometimes you can get the odd people in the crowd who just hate the Irish. Have you ever experienced anything like that or has it all been good? Everyone I talked to. <laughs> and well, there's this a gig called Top Secret Comedy Club and I absolutely love it. Yeah. You go in upstairs and it's full upstairs. You do that gig, you run down the stairs and you're on like two or three minutes uh, later to an even bigger room and it's, it's totally different atmospheres with different kinds of people in it, you know. So the great gig upstairs, ran down and was going on and it's a bigger room, wider and everything and then as soon as I went up, someone just shouted, potatoes! And I was like, you can shove me up in here, you fucking horrible! <laughs> <laughs> and it was great. And they're all like, oh jeez, she's attacking straight away. Some English um, crowds, they love to just give you a bit of shit to get the abuse back. Sometimes that's how they have love. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's fine. But yeah, they like that. You know, like the Scottish. So I, I would much prefer a, um, I'd much prefer a, a rougher crowd than um, a, a conservative, prudish crowd, you know, because you can get more crack out yeah, of people yeah, who are yeah, already yeah. out there. You can take a bit I know what you mean, though. Sometimes I do think that because everybody says, oh, everyone loves the Irish, that'll make more people um, think, well, I won't like them. You know, just like I think you 2 and Coldplay are great, but then people are like, oh, they're the worst, just because everyone <laughs> likes them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, just to be opposite. They like being different, and that just means that they, they, they don't like you just for everyone else liking you. Yeah, so well, well, if people don't like just the Irish, that's prejudice and racism, basically. Well, we're victims racism. now, Niamh. I really feel we should march, <laughs> and we should, um, we're a protected <laughs> class now. We're a marginalised group of people. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't go around thinking, oh, everyone loves the Irish because um, I don't even like most of them. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, the ones I'm meeting over there are horrible people. I'm like, Jesus. Oh, yeah. God. Um, come here now. Well, obviously, we can leave some of the bad gigs there, but you've done some pretty... Uh, pretty big gigs as well. I know you usually do all the festivals and the massive clubs over here and all the big clubs over in the UK as well, but you as well, speaking of people who've been on the TV, you yourself have been on the TV doing comedy. Oh yeah, loads. Loads in Ireland, yeah, but not in England yet, but touch what I will soon, yeah. 
I did loads of. What do you remember that I did? The which was the um, I thought it was one of the talent shows. Was it? it was I thought it was you were on Britain's Got Talent? Oh, Britain's Got Talent. Yeah, but they didn't show my actual set. They just showed me talking to a man that had been. He went for five years in a row, and he never got. He got red X's the whole time, and I was like, "Why do you keep coming back? You're ridiculous!" And he says, "I think this year's my year." And I was like, "You're demented!" <laughs> <laughs> oh God! But like, I, yeah, I got to meet um, uh, Anton Deck, and they're very oh, cool. gorgeous and lovely. They're gorgeous, and then um, and a woman. I I got 15 minutes of material out of it uh, for our Edinburgh show, which was good, and it was an experience, you know. But um, I have to say, I was my knees were absolutely shaking, you know, because oh, there's four thousand people in the crowd. I thought. It was just, I didn't know it was in front of the actual uh, judges like Simon and Karen yeah. and all of them. I didn't know it was in front of them and I didn't know it was in front of people. And as I was walking to the backstage area, wherever these people were taking me, there was a door open and I looked in and I could see four tiers of people, you know, like levels, four different yeah. levels. And I was like, what are all them doing here? <laughs> and I swear to God, if there was a window in the toilet I went to, I would have been out of it. <laughs> because you know the way Britain's Good Talent, that's not a comedy club setting. No, not at all. You know, and I didn't know there was kids in the crowd either. Oh God! But I didn't care. <laughs> but um, and then, <laughs> and I, I did. Uh, you did. I didn't. What? I was like, you know, um, baby and dirty dancing. I was like, I'm going to do my kind of comedy in my kind of way. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought, well, sure, if it's not going on the TV, I don't care. I may as well perform to the crowd that are there. Did you know so, it um, wasn't going on the TV before you went on stage? No, but uh, I, I kind of just thought. I'm not going to even worry about that. I don't right, care. I'll yeah, perform yeah, yeah. who's here yeah. because if it didn't go to the TV, yeah. I'd rather I have the crack and they have the crack. Even if they're thinking, no, oh, she's terrible. I didn't give a shit. I was going to just, you know, perform to them. And there was it was in Scotland in the SECC arena. So um, the Scottish are a kind of kind of like the Irish. You know, they're more wild or not for the crack. Yeah, yeah. So um, a big group of them, they all stood up at the end because I finished on a bit of a bold joke. And um, there was visual, you know, visual right, with, with yeah. the mic, but. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I had two friends in the crowd and they said that they heard the producer saying um, Oniv was hilarious but I did see one man putting his hand over his child's ears and I was like your child could have learned something you know and he could still see me doing the joke you know because it was a visual joke I was like you just <laughs> You had one job parent cover his eyes <laughs> Yeah. Oh God! But that was that was good crack, yeah. Oh. Yeah. But I, when you know when you were going to the in the morning time queue, you know that um, you're already through and you just have to get through the line of all yeah. the lunatics. And I'm just in the queue and I was like, I don't want to stand with these people. I don't think I'm one of these people. Every everyone looked like they got dressed in the ditch. You know what I mean? They're, yeah. Or I don't know. It was just uh, I was like, I think I'm normal compared to these people, but sure, none of us are. Come here, before I let you go, and again, thanks for coming on this evening and sharing all those no um, beautiful beautiful <laughs> stories. Are you gigging back in Dublin anytime soon? Oh, yes. I am doing, um, on Monday the 8th, I'm on in the the Cherry, uh, Pop the Cherry in um, Whelan's, and then I'm on in the Crunch in the Stag's Head. But then on Tuesday the 9th of July, me and Martin and Angolo um, are doing a kind of a, a preview, so the half an hour kind of each so if people come to that, it's on in the cellar in the International Bar on Wicklow Street. Come on to that, nine o'clock, bit of crack and bring sandwiches or something. Yeah, Neve always likes a sandwich <laughs> and you can feed yourself as and, well. Yeah, and you, yeah, people can check out my uh, website, nevemarin.com. And what's your Twitter and, I, and Instagram where people Twitter can stalk is, you? Uh, tw- well, yeah, Twitter, I, I don't really care about Twitter. I think it's like more Twitter facts, but, uh, you know, it's nevemarin1. But I love Instagram. Um, I'm nevemarin comic on Instagram. I just love it. I'm a picturesque kind of person, you know? Yeah. No nudes, though. <laughs> Not yet, anyway. Please we'll stop see. sending me. <laughs> Sorry. Well, listen, I'm just trying to get one pack off you, Neve, and then we'll, we'll take it from there. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> 
<laughs> Neve Marin, Irish comedian. Do check her out when she's over, as I said, in the Crunch and in the uh, in the Pop the Cherry with the Whelans and the Cellar as well. They're all brilliant clubs. And I said, your preview shows for Edinburgh as well. I take it you're heading there this year again. Yeah, and um, yeah, I have a show called Floater. Oh. It's not as bad as you think. <laughs> it's about floating through life, really. You know, oh, it's right. very uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's nothing Absolutely. toilet related, Sherlock. No, no, no. Sometimes I do feel like the little floater, but you know, <laughs> we're always looking up, staying positive. <laughs> looking up at the assholes in front of us, just every single yeah. day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Make it rain. Oh, <laughs> uh, listen, Eve. Thanks a million for popping on this evening. Uh, love you talking to you, Cormac. Take care. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.